Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something year old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Girls and the Gays. It's a pleasure and an honor to have you back for another episode. It's insane because actually, if you're listening in real time, I am catching a flight back home from Phoenix, Arizona. That probably is the main driver and inspiration to today's discussion topic. But essentially, I'm on my way back from an Empower Her live event, event, event led by Keisha Fitzgerald. And if you know, you know, one, I've had Keisha on the podcast before. And number two, how important and how much Keisha means to me as somebody I look up to in the business online world. But also, Keisha actually helped me launch and start Girls in the Gaze as I intended her podcast course. And it truly transformed my life. Like, uh, you know how much I adore our community and how much I put into Girls in the Gaze in our community here. So, It's just kind of a full circle moment, but like I said, I'm on my way back from the event right now. I'm pre-recording this, so I want to make sure that I had an episode live. So it's kind of weird because this is just me in the future, but presently right now, I haven't gone to the event just yet. I'm just pre-recording this so that this is queued up and ready to go for Monday because again, I'm going to be out from... Friday all the way until Monday, so I don't have time this weekend to record, so I needed to kind of queue up another episode. So me projecting for this episode right now, I I just anticipate so much learning and fulfillment that is going to come from this event, and I just know it's going to be so life-changing for me, but if you're curious, basically the event is going to be... um. I think a three to four, a three day series. Yeah, it's going to be over the course of three days. And essentially, um, Keisha will be doing a live podcast recording. She is bringing on four guests and then a surprise guest on Sunday evening to come speak to us about life, self development, growth, entrepreneurship, and how they've really been trailblazers and pioneers in their own community and kind of ignite that within us. And so I just know that I'm going to walk away like, holy shit, jaws on the floor and my cup being so full because I know this is something that I've been longing for. And it's kind of crazy to see how fast this crept up on me because I booked it back in May, didn't think much of it because I was like, oh, we still have so much time. And then it's like, I blinked and sneezed and we're here. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm feeling a little bit... anxious but I'm also very nervous anxious more so because of the traveling and getting myself out of my normalcy my out of my normal routine because I know it's like oh my gosh all these other things I could be doing but then I'm like Tran shut up like you're going to this is so much more monumental and priceless and going to be the catalyst to your growth in more ways than you could imagine and you can prepare for so it's like go this weekend freaking come back with a full cup and then hit it home, you know? And so that's kind of my mindset around it. And I feel so much more at ease and more excited now. But that being said, why this also ignited today's topic and really inspired me to talk about, you know, an environment of growth is because I 
and putting myself into rooms where these are people that are a few steps ahead of me. Again, like I said, I'm feeling a little bit uncomfortable because I feel like I'm going to be challenged and I'm going to be outside of my normalcy and my outside of my routine. But I also understand this will bring forth so much growth and conversations that will unlock so, so much for me that will allow me to really own up to the dreams that I have in business and in life. So it really inspired this conversation of, you know, Am I and are you creating an environment that nurtures our growth, that nurtures and empowers us to step out of our comfort zone, challenge us like I'm talking about going to this event because it's, you know, out of my comfort zone? Are you taking those things, putting yourself in those rooms and signing up for the thing that you're dreading, but you know you want to do it, but you know it's just, uh, you know, uncomfortable because it's not what you're used to and How are we going to continue to elaborate on this narrative that will allow us to continue to stretch, grow, and challenge ourselves, show up to the plate, and take a chance on ourselves? I really want to unpack that today and the pillars that have helped me step into my self-development journey and my growth in business. So today, I broke it down between these four pillars. I'm sure there's plus or minus a few more that I might be missing. But these are the four things that came to me first when I was thinking about environment and what curates a self-development and growth environment that propels us forward. And I'm going to break it down between these four. Your mental environment, physical, spiritual, and emotional environment. So these four things, how they all coincide, ebb and flow to empower us to have that narrative of self-development and growth. Number one, starting off with my and your mental environment. My first question I want to propose to you so that you can start thinking about these things and start thinking a little bit different so that you can maybe start searching for the right answers or answers that get you close to that understanding of who you are is what are the thoughts that you're feeding yourself? I'm a firm believer that garbage in is equal to garbage out. What you put in is how you're going to manifest it all into your life. So what you fixate on is what you're going to manifest. Especially within the mental environment, you come home to yourself. You go to bed to the noise that's in your mind. So have boundaries around maybe scrolling. Have boundaries to what you're going to separate from fact versus fiction, fact versus opinion, right? You shape and curate a mental environment that is conducive to your growth and conducive to where you want to go. So when you ask yourself, what are thoughts that you're feeding yourself? And you're like, you know, I'm not feeding myself the best thoughts. These are things that you can start to disrupt that pattern and hold yourself up and be like, yo, like, this is not who I am. This is not how I want to behave and how I want to show up for my life and the people around me. So then you can then propose this next question in the sense of, How would your ideal self think, act, or behave? How would he or she, they or them, act right now? What does that ideal self look like? Picture, imagine that person right now, like you yourself, as that ideal person in your career, earning X amount of money, the job title, um, graduating, whatever that might look like. Imagine that you're that person today. How would they show up? What are the steps they're going to take? Are they going to procrastinate on their goals? Are they going to doubt themselves that they can do it? No, because you, at that point, you're confident that that is who you are. You walk the walk, you talk the talk, you are not all bark, no bite. That's the person you have to operate at in the present. I think for so long, we wait until we are that perfect vision. We have all those X goals, titles, you know, uh, accolades. Yes, we have that accolade to then 
flex it to then be like, yeah, I'm that person. I'm that bad bitch. I definitely can show up that way now. But that's not the case. You don't magically appear and magically become that person. You have to take ownership of what that person is and what they embody and the boundaries they must have, the things they say yes to, the things they say no to. And for example, if you want to be a high performer that gets, let's say in school and the perspective of going to class, you want to be a top performer in your class, in your graduating class, get all A's. Well, you don't magically get an A. You study for the A. You go to office hours. You set that intention. You set hours and you time block and you're making sure that you're productive of your time and you're curating that environment for yourself and making sure you're taking those aligned steps in order to manifest the A, in order to manifest that you're valid Victorian. You don't magically become valid Victorian. Somebody doesn't magically become a doctor. Like, I mean, girl, I would not be going to that doctor if somebody becomes a doctor overnight, right? Like, I want to go to a doctor that's done their work and their due diligence because they've done their research and they've put in the time, they've went to residency, and that's the same thing that applies. You don't magically become a top performer and have the job of your dreams without the hard work. It takes the process and that's the juice of it all though. That's where you learn. That's where you build the infrastructure for the betterment of your life. And that's how you actually build the discipline in your life so that when the going is getting tough, you're like, oh, well, I've done that before. I know what to do. I've done this before. So I this is how I would operate in now this circumstance, right? And otherwise you wouldn't have had it Should you not have embarked on that journey? Should you not have put yourself into a situation that allowed you to stretch and grow and be outside of your comfort zone? So this is what makes up that mental capacity. I firmly believe when you think differently, you move differently. All of these are all going to tie in with one and the other where I start talking about physical, spiritual, and emotional. But first, starting with mental because... This is one of my non-negotiables to everything. Honestly, all of these are. But again, I give myself grace that I know that all of these are going to ebb and flow. But again, starting and focusing right now on the mental aspect of it all, when I am struggling though, I make sure I ask for help and I go to therapy and I look for resources that empower me and and enable me because I know it's impossible to juggle it all and do all of the things that we juggle and the hats that we wear all ourselves. It's impossible. Like at the very least, you have a friend to consult, a family member to consult. You can start watching um, YouTube videos, podcasts, reading. And I guess now we're getting into the tangible tips here. And I was going to hold this off, but because I'm kind of segueing perfectly, when I'm struggling or when I know I need to borrow belief, Girl, you can trust and believe I have a podcast playing, I have a self-development book that I'm reading, or I'm going to therapy, right? Because sometimes the overconsumption of media or knowledge can be honestly overstimulating. So I'll go to therapy and then I have a conversation and that is super helpful for me. And I know not all of us can have access to Um, therapy. And I absolutely understand that this is a huge privilege that I get from my corporate job. But I will segue here into other options that help empower your growth, right? Because I talked about the mental space and I know there's different caveats and our circumstances are all different. 
But these are all different areas that can empower you and your growth and help challenge you to step into that higher sense of self. So let's say you don't have access to therapy that helps you in your mental space. Here is another pillar that is honestly a non-negotiable for me as well in empowering me that empowering me to grow as an individual. And that's my physical environment. So I would start asking you, is your space cluttered? Do you have boundaries in your physical environment against your friends, your family? And is it representative also to where you're trying to go? You're going to see that that's a common denominator in a lot of these because you have to start acting in all of these areas as though you are at your highest sense of self. You are that ideal sense of who you want to be today, presently, where your feet are at. I do not care what it looks like because I am a believer that your life situation is not your life circumstance. And so we are going to make sure we curate an environment and all of these facets that allow us to grow. And if it's not one, then it will be the other. You got to find out what the cocktail mix, if you will, will work for you. And so this second bit of the conversation is the physical environment. Is your space cluttered? Did you make your bed in the morning? Because the bed you make is the bed you sleep in. And I know this sounds so little, something so easy to do, but also so easy not to do that it's a huge representation with the way you treat yourself, the respect that you have for yourself. Your bed is the main focal point of your room, and if it's not made, it low-key kind of feels like your entire room is a mess, and then you start to deem that your life is a mess, and you're always so messy, you never have your shit together, and you see how that kind of spirals from just not having your bed made. So you gotta choose, and you gotta pick and make the narrative that you want for yourself. Every morning, make your bed, non-negotiable, immediately. It takes you two minutes, if that, to make your bed. Iron out the sheets, girl. Not iron it, but like, you know, make your duvet, girl. Pull out the blankets, pull out the knots, and it takes a minute, two minutes, tops. And so, this sets the precedence to the rest of your day because I firmly believe every action that you take, no matter how big or small, even if it's as small as making your bed, it's de- it's a deposit in your confidence bucket. It's, it's, a, it's a deposit in the way you want people to treat you. Do you want people to kind of come to your life and ruffle your feathers and treat you however you want and use you as a doormat? No. Therefore, you have boundaries and therefore you have boundaries for yourself. And so something as small as making your bed is a vote for the person you wish to become and the vote you want people to treat you as because you set the precedence. That's the bar that you're setting for yourself. That's the standard. The standard is to vote for yourself in the early morning. The Right as you wake up, you make your bed because you know this is a vote for the person you want to be. You have your room put together. You respect your space and you take care of your space. This is the person that you are and this is the standard. Does that make sense? And it is so, it's just as small as making your bed, but do you see how it also impacts your life? at the grand scale and the grand scheme, right? Everything is in those little details, the things that you could easily push off. But as you do that, you kind of manifest that into every other area of your life. So I always want to make sure you take those quote unquote little things seriously as well. Now that I sounded so passionate about talking about the bed, okay, please get my head out the gutter. Um, Elaborating on environment, physical environment as a whole, Are you putting yourself into rooms where 
people are maybe one, two steps ahead of you and they are challenging your school of thought, your way of thinking and your strategies and what you're doing in business, life, career. Are you networking? Are you, you know, knocking on doors if the opportunity doesn't knock itself, right? Are you putting yourself out there to call in the blessings that you want by being in rooms with these people? And that's also why I chose myself to go to this Empower Her event. It's because I knew I would walk away feeling so energized and so connected with people that are in the industry that I want to be in. And I'm uncomfortable because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm such an amateur and I'm so naive. But I also trust and know this is where I belong. And in order to get myself to kind of that trajectory that I want to continue to stay the course on, I have to vote for the person I want to become. So therefore, I have to put myself out there. I have to network and I have to show up literally for myself. So whether it be events like this or a networking opportunity, maybe look for coaches or mentors in your life that might challenge your way of thinking that allows you to think in a different way so that you can challenge yourself and you can step outside of your comfort zone and disrupt your normalcy and the normal quote-unquote way that you're used to doing things like maybe ruffling your feathers might be a good thing because then it allows you to think differently show up differently and move differently and I only manifest and hope that it's going to be the best for you but even if it's not the path that you want to be on then this will help you realign yourself even better. So whatever that might be for you, reflect on your physical environment and how can you make sure that your direct space, whether it be your room or grand scheme, like rooms that you want to be in with other entrepreneurs or podcasters or coaches, etc., that will help you get closer to the vision that you have to achieve that higher self that you have for yourself. Third is your spiritual environment. And I feel like, please bear with me because I am not an expert in this area, but I do believe it's important to touch briefly on. And when I think of my spiritual environment, I'm thinking, you know, universe, God, Buddha, whatever that is for you or for me, I'm still trying to make sense of kind of this lane for myself, but I do feel that there is strong pull and energy here that can really help propel me myself forward and I just want to share that with you with whatever that might look like for you so take that as you will but in the spiritual scheme and this kind of pillar of life and self-development is what is that source you go to that helps ground you and maybe it's something as simple quote-unquote as your intuition and that gut feeling and you're listening to that or it's again maybe an outer body experience where you're actually meditating to praying to and asking and seeking that guidance or maybe angel numbers right a lot of people like that as well whatever that is for you i am like go for it girl whatever helps you feel like you are staying the course staying aligned and it's something that helps you positively show up for yourself why would you kind of discredit that right I think that you should embrace all of that and especially with the spiritual piece, it helps us as a human have like this sense of groundedness and that's helped me because honestly speaking from my own experience, I am Buddhist but I'm not like super duper religious 
it just helps me positively ground myself in a present moment of my day when I feel really overwhelmed, then I'll pray, I'll meditate, and I'll take a second to pour into my own cup and have honestly just a moment of silence, to be honest. And just dumbing it all down, I'm not trying to make it complicated at all. And if that helps me feel good, helps me feel rejuvenated, then to be honest, I'm going to do it and I feel that it served its purpose. I talked about this with my brother as well where we're like, you know, we're both not really religious. Our family is definitely more um, superstitious than we are. But if us praying to our ancestors or praying to the universe or whatever and that moment helps us gain a moment of clarity, a moment of stillness, groundedness, and, you know, calm then why not, right? Like, why not claim it? Why not step into that pillar and lean in on that when all else fails? If I don't have a therapy appointment that day, I can't hit the gym that day, then I'm going to lean in on the spiritual environment, right? So it's like it all ebbs and flows. You pick and choose what works for you and you curate a kind of like a working deck that works for you, you know? Like play with the cards that you have and you determine what your strengths are and what helps you build that strength. So if it is spiritual, fabulous. If not, totally get it. But other options in this kind of pillar here is meditating, like I touched on, praying, a moment of reflection, like literally just thinking, silence, journaling, yoga, and going to the sauna. I feel like it just helps me have a moment of literal stillness that helps empower me to really um, take a second for myself and not lash out on like temporary emotions. And that, that, segues perfectly to my last bit here, which is my emotional environment. With the emotional environment, I always tell you, validate how you feel, but don't let it define you. Especially as emotions come and go, they are very, very temporary. And the worst thing you want to do is react on temporary emotions, especially when they're derived from a place of anger, frustration, and like honestly being sad. I feel like we then could react on temporary emotions that then have a long-term or maybe even permanent um, consequence or effect from what we did. So it's always important to be self-aware in our emotional state and how we feel so that we take the right appropriate course of action that is actually aligned with our higher sense of self. And I know it's easier said than done because sometimes how we feel and how we react, it's very knee-jerk reaction sometimes and honestly more often than not, but we aren't perfect and we're not trying to be perfect, but we're trying to give ourselves grace and self-compassion. And this is me just reminding you whenever you're in a, you know, tense situation where you're really overwhelmed and frustrated, again, always come home to the thought of what would your ideal self do in this situation in your emotional state and react as such. So what works for me is to remove myself from a situation of triggering events and going for a workout, going for a walk, or putting myself in a situation that will allow me to have a moment of stillness so that I can then take the right course of action. Especially within your emotional environment, you want to make sure you are reacting from a place of securedness. You're all good. You are clear. And you're not reacting on a temporary frustration, anger, or stress. And I know it's all easier said than done because we're human. We're going to feel 
and we're going to feel frustrated. We're going to feel irritated and we want to express that immediately. And I think there's no problem with that. I absolutely understand. Sometimes you have to, you know, you, you have to express how you feel. There's no invalidating that. But if you get the chance to, you know, remove yourself and go for a walk and go, go, for a workout, this is where I encourage you to do so, or you know, even meditate, or um, pray, or have a moment of reflection. Then I encourage you to do that as well. So it's like, how can you make sure you show up in all instances as your higher sense of self? And that's at the end of the day, the question we want to answer in all of these assets, right? All of the environments I have laid out today, whether it be your mental, physical, spiritual, or emotional. How can you act and react as your higher sense of self? And what would they do if they were currently at your current present moment or stage right now of life? And when you operate at the higher sense of self, you will continue to make sure that that's a non-negotiable for you. You're not going to let people get under your skin. You're not going to let people knock you from your trajectory and the course you're staying. And you're going to make sure that you continue to show up at that level of energy because that's your standard. The standard is acting and behaving as your higher sense of self so that you you continue to manifest that fruit of labor. And this all sounds perfect, right? But perfection doesn't exist. And it's all about an ebb and flow between all of the categories I've shared with you today. I think the common denominator throughout is just making sure you give yourself self-compassion and grace along the way. As long as you are giving it your best effort and know that you walked away giving it your best in every single category, I promise you this is going to take you further in regards to your self-development and growth in more ways if you didn't try at all. It's all about the effort rather than kind of the product of it all, right? As long as you are trying your best, that's going to move you closer and build that confidence further than if you weren't trying at all. As you exercise these muscles in your mind and who you are in life, it will allow you to make it easier and easier as you are faced with circumstances that are challenging moving forward. But it's still going to challenge you and it's still going to be tough. I would never discredit that. But as you continue to put in your reps, as you continue to attempt and give it your best and still show up for yourself and deposit in your confidence bucket by carrying out those things that are hard to do, it will allow you to continue to strengthen this muscle in your mind between all of the facets that I've laid out for you today. So my love, I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey and so grateful to be um, on the radio in your ear and talk my shit with you today. And I hope one or two of these things resonated with you. And until next time, I'll catch you so soon. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.